Jed and Haley Show, supporting Blackpool Grand Theatre. Yes, welcome to the Jed and Haley Show podcast number 19. We are rattling through. Rattling the, through. Um, yes, yeah. thank you very much. We thought we had a few issues last week, but um, but we didn't. You they, made it. Yeah, we made it through. And of course, so the title glad you made it. of the last week's podcast was Will Jed be on next week's podcast following this week's episode? Um, I'm here. I'm alive. I survived the driving experience. How was which, it? Which was really good, actually. Yeah, really good. Um, Did you mirror signal manoeuvre? Yeah, do you know on? what? Do you know what? It made me laugh because the guy said to me, I was driving this Ferrari off. Uh, right, do you know what, actually? It was great. Um, but, you know, you were saying about going 30 mile an hour. When, mm-hmm. I, when I was watching people, there were people going probably about 40. You know, just literally trundling around. There were people that were just trundling oh, around. No. But actually, um, when I got in the car, I think there is a real concern because they get you to sign a waiver at the very beginning. And they say, now, do you really? want to... Yeah, they said, obviously, we've got insurance, you driving license, whatever. But um, if you do clip like a wing mirror or you scratch something, it is a £5,000 um, <gasps> fee Unless you pay 30 quid for this insurance and, and that's that. Oh and I was like, gosh. do you want me car details? Because uh, I don't fancy. So the thing is, I think instantly you're already a bit like, I, you know, I can't Nerdy. crash. And if you slide the car, they have a rule where it's like, you know, one slide and you're out sort of thing. So, <clears throat> you know, you're not allowed wow. to absolutely. And also, when you get in the car, there's all there's a driver with you, so there is an expert next to you, and you know, like a driving t- instructor, they have they have mm-hmm. their own pedal, they have their own brake, uh, they have oh, their yeah. own brake. So to stop you, yeah. So because a guy got told to you know, brake, 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 and um, and and as you know, as I was and I didn't, I flung up this hill, and uh, he was like, right at the cone, we start to brake, and I broke a little bit to fly into this corner, and then I felt him really brake. And he, really? he did what? Yeah, he warned me on the second one. He went, "You need a break on this, or else you're going to fly off." Um, but you can't. What I found, what I noticed, you can't go too fast because there's only two big straights really, um, where you can okay. really, yeah, because it's a lot of corners. So I thought it's quite clever that because because of the corners, you can't, you know, you can't be smashing into them at hundred miles an hour. You have to. You know, you have to obviously take your time, and they do have a break to sort of calm you down. But they're they're really good. You know, they they sort of they tell you all the race lines to take, and then they say, right, come on, let's let's throttle up into into this straight here. And um, it was really good. Although in my first run, it did make me laugh because the the guy went, he went. He went, I have to say, I've never seen anyone use their mirrors as much as you. And I was like, well, you know, you've got to see what's behind you. Um, because there's loads of other okay, cars. Okay, I've got a quick question. I've got a quick question. Which did you, Oh, did you go on the ride with the instructor afterwards? Yeah, the hot lap. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, how lap. was that? Because I want to ask a question. Was Which was scarier, though? Was it going around on the hot lap on the circuit with him or was it getting out of that multi-storey car park that time with me? <laughs> uh, probably the multi-storey car park. You uh, have to smashing into each and every one of the, uh, the barriers many times. Uh, I'll I've, never I've forget never, that day. I've never gripped so hard to uh, an armrest in my entire life. It was it was insane. But, 
I know this this the hot light again because there's loads of corners. I mean, you pinged it in, but you know you were like just being flung side to side. But that I mean that was yes yes that was more dangerous. I have to say. Okay. You, you know, right. but no. Glad you had a good, I'm glad you had a good, good week. Yeah, good experience. Good. Well really survived. Good. Um, although I do want to say I probably received. Um, one of the I got you know the people forward you like messages and 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 videos and stuff like that you know funny yeah, videos. Yeah, yeah. Or um, I wanted to share it because it, yeah. it, and I don't I don't even ever seen it. It it, it was a story of um of a bloke, and uh, and he was telling a story about how he he, he was starting jogging during the coronavirus because he was like you know like everyone I think mm-hmm. we. Coronavirus happened. We were yeah, all yeah. off. We all went. Well, it's ten a.m. Let's have a beer. You know, we're not doing anything later. We're not doing yeah. anything tomorrow. Yeah. And I think, yeah, most people were, were. And obviously, the weather was really nice, wasn't it? So you know, I think most mm, people mm. Um, were a little bit like, need to need to just maybe calm down on this. So, and this fellow was the yeah. same. So he basically he said, I need to start to to get a bit fitter, get a bit more exercise, and also I've got a bit mm-hmm. of time. So. Puts the drink down, starts on the water and goes, right, get me gym gear on. I'm going out. Now, this was a sort of one of the first time he started to, you know, do some proper exercise. So he gets his kit on, goes out for a run in a bit of a nice little like rural park area. But as you know, and it happens to even professional athletes, sometimes you can get caught short. Um, And he's obviously got caught short on this run. And he's in like a bit of a rural park, so there's nowhere, you know, there's no like toilets. He's not in like in a town centre, city centre, anything. They can just jump in. So he was mm-hmm. like, "I'm really, I'm really gonna go. I, I you know, I need to find somewhere because I, I can't, I can't even like, you know, run back or anything like that. I'm, I'm too far out, um, and I'm not gonna make it." So he ends up, and because he's rural, he's like, "Well, thankfully, there's a bit of shelter. So I'm gonna go into these bushes here. There's a big tree. I'll go behind this tree." Even if someone comes past, they won't find me. Anyway, so uh, gets behind the street, drops his trousers, and you know does does what he needs to do. And he's like, "Poof, blimey, I was lucky there." You know, uh, yeah, I'm lucky there. I was in actually a bit of a, a run. But anyway, as he's about to stand up, this dog comes running over. This big, big dog as well, like a Great Dane, you know, big dog mm-hmm. comes over and uh, and he's like, "Oh God, right." So he whips because he thinks, "Well, the owners can't be too far away." So anyway, yeah, yeah. pulls his pants up really quickly. Anyway, th- then he hears this old woman shouting, the, you know, the dog's name, whatever it was called. And uh, anyway, she, she comes over and he's like, oh, you, you okay? You know, as if as if nothing's happened, you know what I mean? As if he's not casual, just having a quick yeah, wild whiz. Yeah, yeah. Nothing's okay. happened, right? Casual. Keep so it casual. he ends up going, oh, you okay? And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm really sorry about that. He's, de- he's really friendly, you know, don't worry. And she's like, oh, he's like, yeah, no, he's, he's really friendly and stuff like that. Yeah, don't worry about it, you know. And she's like, oh, yeah, doing a bit of exercise. Goes, yeah, yeah, just do a bit of exercise, you know. And she went, oh, my goodness, look at that. And uh, and and before he could say and think of an excuse that actually it wasn't me that's left that on the floor, she went whatever the name of the oh, dog was called no. Rover. I can't believe you've done your mess there. So oh, she uh, no. so, so guess what she does? She gets a little poo bag out <laughs> oh, and picks up big man's poo. <laughs> and he oh, Jed, that's and he awful. was like, I'm not going to. I can't say anything. I can't say that's mine. So she picked it up, and uh, and obviously there's no bin around. So he went, oh yeah. Anyway, right, I'll I'll leave you to it. I'll go. And as he looked round, she then goes back onto the path, and she's sort of swinging this doggy, doggy bag around, waiting for the next, <laughs> waiting for the next bin. <laughs> 
So oh yes, that did che- that did cheer me that up this is... week. A nice story wow. of uh, yeah of coronavirus uh, well, my, my, lockdown. Okay, well. My week hasn't been as, as exciting as yours. Well, maybe it has, actually. It depends on your viewpoint. But this week, I said yes to the dress. Yes. What, um, <laughs> so, I mean, how was, how was it, you know, did you try in about a million or was it very much like, um, did you did you sort of look through the rail, you, you saw one, you thought, no. I think this I'll is be me. honest. I'll be honest, I'm a bit lazy when it comes mm. to shopping. It's not like my mum and sister could do it as like a professional right. hobby. Yeah, like yeah. they love it. Like when they go shopping, like, oh, we're going shopping. But I'm like, I'll meet you for lunch, but I am not. Like I do <laughs> not take any joy from shopping. If I need a pe- black pair of pants, I'll go in the first shop, buy a black pair of pants, yeah, yeah. leave. That it's it's finished. Uh, whereas my mum will go in forty nine shops, try on several different versions of black pants, and then go back to the very first shop and purchase them. So, um, yeah, it's not really my thing. So I was a little bit nervous, but the place where I went was lovely, and um, yeah, they just made it really easy. They went, do, do you want to go and like look? And I was like. And they went, but you can't touch them really because we have to quarantine them after you've oh, worn yeah, them, which course, makes you feel yeah. special. Yeah, <laughs> um, I was like, do you know what? I went. I've never, yeah, I never. About other that, other yeah. than, f- yeah. Other than for one radio promotion where I got no choice, and there's a wedding dress. It's mm. for a, a, a spoof video we were making. I've never, never tried a wedding dress on really, mm. so I didn't know what to expect. Um, and then they just picked loads. Um, and I tried. I don't know how many I tried on. Maybe about eight, I think. Right. Um, oh, right. Quite and a lot I didn't. Then. Yeah, and I didn't really know what. Um, I didn't know towards the end how difficult it was going to be to choose between two. Like I really, for ages, kept changing my mind between these two because they were so. They were very similar, but then they yeah. both had different different elements. Yeah, yeah. Each and one it, of them was gorgeous, but yeah. I just couldn't quite separate yeah, the two. Yeah. But it it was it was fab, and my sister was able to be there virtually, which was oh, really right. good because she, I mean, she doesn't live anywhere near uh, near here, so um, she was able to do uh, to be on the appointment virtually because obviously because of restrictions. Mm. Um, yeah, she wasn't able to be there, so it was um, it was really, it was really good and a really good experience. Really chuffed with the dress, and you know, on last week's podcast, I was saying I'm very FY4 friendly. Yeah. Guess where my wedding sh- sh- <laughs> shop is? FY4. It's in FY4. <laughs> it's literally in between my house and where I'm having the reception. I mean, the thing, <laughs> the thing is, you literally could go anywhere at the moment for wedding dress shopping, <laughs> couldn't you? Because, you know, obviously. They're all wanting business. It's quite a niche thing. So, yep. you know, you really could go out. You could go everywhere. But um, do you know what? They're good on you for, for you know, spending local and for finding that. Because I suppose, like you say, as, you know, every wedding dress shop, they don't, they can't supply thousands of dresses. They ha- Then they have to have their own, you know, sort of selections. Do you know what I mean? So they can't. And I bet some people go in and. Would like to spend the money there, but it just they just don't find what they want. So yeah, you have to go but do you know what I'll say? I I remember saying this when Mum was we were driving home. I just said to her, I said, you know what? I actually don't think I could have. No matter where I was in the world, I don't think I would have found a nicer dress. And I got a shop. You know, when you just oh, think there were so many gorgeous dresses. Mm. I just don't think I could have had a better experience. It was just it was a good experience. The whole yeah. thing was really good. But suddenly it feels really real when you're like, I've, yeah. I've chosen the dress. Yeah. The dress is bought. The dress yeah. is paid for. so yeah it's been a lovely week but yeah um not as not as high octane as yours i grant you but you know still very excited for me there or have you been able to take it away or no they keep it there they keep it there because you know presumably i'm gonna lose some weight before i 
get married so, um, they're able to adjust it and do all the oh, you know because yeah, they specifically yeah, fit cool. it to you don't yeah, they so there's yeah. fittings to be had but clearly I'm not getting married for quite some time yet over mm. a year so um, when I get nearer to it I'll get properly fitted into it so um, mm. yeah the diet starts when I can get my finger out <laughs> the diet starts <laughs> well just remember if you ever get caught short just be careful with, oh, uh, with where you go that's the bit okay. of advice on the, this week's podcast The Jed and Haley Show now thanks to our podcast sponsors the Grand Theatre and it really has been an exceptional week at the Grand Theatre just over a week ago uh, they've put their Christmas show on sale for 2020 in place of what was planned they've now got Pantamonium starring Britain's Got Talent and Blackpool's favourite funny man Steve Royal and the lovely Tom Lister too and uh, yeah Jed that's what I found out it is the like the fastest selling show that they've put on ever, and that is incredible, isn't it? You know that is yeah. absolutely insane. But then, in a way, I get it because I think people, and I don't know about you, but people are just itching to, to I don't know, go to a theatre, like watch something at like the Christmas thing. I think yeah. when this all started in March, it was it was like oh yeah, you know, fine, okay, and whatever mm-hmm. summer holiday. But I think as we're getting closer to Christmas more people are getting a little bit worried that you know christmas day isn't going to happen you know families aren't going to get together because so it's getting a yeah, bit more yeah do you know real. what it so, is for me you know, i think it's it a sounds bit of excitement, dead silly you know? it sounds dead silly but i think people just want things that are familiar at christmas yeah, so absolutely. to do things that you always do christmas is built on traditions and stuff so like really selfishly um i presume that freddie at his school would have been having a nativity now yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure that it's probably not going to happen. Yeah, and you think, yeah. God, that's yeah. really a, a moment in your childhood when you have your school nativity, isn't it? It's so the it, thing it, that you, know, you we, do. We've done um, topics on it. What did you do in your school nativity? Do you know what I mean? And you yeah. always remember because you were, and the thing is what you mainly remember is is the ridiculous sort of winging of putting together what costume you're going to yeah. have. You know, we had <laughs> yeah. like an oar yeah. with some foil and all that as a speed. Oh, you know, yeah. It was just like random stuff. But it, it is. But like that's said, most people's... That's most people's first mm. um, memory of performing Absolutely. in front of an audience. Yeah. So it's just, you know, it's not even the fact that, you know, not just that we can't get to the theatre, it's the fact that, you know, kids can't even do, it looks really unlikely kids are going to be able to do nativity mm. even. So, I can uh, get but, that then. Yeah, um, I get that. It's good. It's good. I'm glad they're doing that. I'm glad it's I'm glad it's selling well. If you've got your tickets, it's going to be brilliant, isn't it? It really is. Yeah, it's going to be fantastic. And I just think it's just so nice to have things to look forward to. So if it's to go and see Pantamonium, uh, then the message is be quick. Um, all you need to do is head over to the Grand Theatre's website. That's blackpoolgrand.co.uk and you'll be able to find your tickets on there. You can call the box office on 01253 290190. And the show runs from Friday the 18th of December to Sunday the 3rd of January. It's time for Story of the Week! So this week, because we've talked a little bit about Christmas, I've found a couple of Christmas stories and I want your opinion on both. So the first one I've found is that... I don't even know if... if well, why these things have been invented. But apparently, new thing now, if you love Christmas but you don't really want to get into the hassle of decorating a tree... Um, you can now buy half Christmas trees, which essentially just stick to your wall, and you only have half that decorating Brilliant. tree. Brilliant! Brilliant! That sounds genius. Like so I these mean, are like half decorated, and yeah, you just stick you them, just on your wall them and, to your wall. And they yeah. just look. And I, bet, I, mean, I, I, I can imagine the. I mean, you love the art. I can imagine they look brilliant. They do 
actually. But you know, you sort of go, come on. I mean, he's taken the... Come, come on. The, the, the Christmas. Yeah, but do you, remember, do you remember when you lived in the flat and you literally like... I'm not bothering. Oh, I don't out me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't get bother. <laughs> it's like, and and you, you went, yeah, but I'm at, you, you, you were out all the time because, like, you would do, there was loads of like award events, events that were going yeah. on. It was Christmas, wasn't it? And it was just like every night there was something on. Um, I think we were, when we were at Wave, well, what I realised so was things on, you were like, I'm already in the house, so there's no, and like you were, yeah. I think you went, you know, and, and I th- I th- do you know what, actually, I think you were doing Panto as well, so you actually yeah. were hardly in the house, so you were like, What's the point? And didn't your mum bring a tree round just to sort of go, right, you're having, you're having a tree. Uh, you are having yeah. a tree. That's she it. actually ended up giving me a fibre optic that was tree. It. Because yeah, that was I just, do you know what it was? I just thought it's for, it's only for my benefit yeah. and I'm all right. I see enough trees. I and don't you were, need well, them you were out, Well, you were out all the time. Yeah. So it was yeah. like... Well, what's the point? I'm, and, and, and that's a bit like I feel about these half Christmas trees. I'm like, don't bother. Either go full on or just don't have a tree. No one judges. If you don't want to have a tree, don't have a tree. But I a lo- half tree? I love them. I think that's I a great. I love the way you can get them delivered like half done as well. I think that's a, I've, I was. We well, were I can tell today. you now. At um, somewhere they were, um, you know, these people, and they must make a fortune. There's people out there doing businesses where they decorate your, they could decorate your house basically, and yeah, bring that's a that's tree. next level, ladies. Yeah, isn't it? I mean, they must be making a fortune. But I mean, I suppose you think to yourself, you know what? I mean, if you had the money, <laughs> if you had the money, I'd go, yeah, just, just, and then they just take, and then they take it all because that's the worst for me, is when you have to take it down. Because your house yeah. looks dead bare, doesn't it? it looks, and like... then you think you need to spend a load of money decorating because yeah. you're like, it's not up in this house. There's nothing um, up. Well, yeah. apparently, um, B&Q were the first to stock them about 10, 10-ish years ago. Um, but now you can buy, from Argos, uh, a six-foot pre-lit half Christmas tree <laughs> for £30. <laughs> Fantastic. Great value. Just right. Anyway, I've got another story which I wanted to share with you because this is one I definitely want your opinion on. Um, A mum has asked on Facebook um, a a little bit of a conundrum. She says, I'm looking for folks' opinions on eating the big Christmas dinner on Christmas Eve. Is it a thing? Uh, She said, I just feel like I miss out on spending quality time with the children on the special day because I'm always so busy in the kitchen and um, yeah it, it, it kind of divided opinion so I was interested in what you think about having a Christmas dinner on Christmas Eve um oh, I get where she's coming from I do mm. get where she's coming from because I suppose I suppose you know yeah I, I, I do the Christmas dinner so I get I do get that but at the same time I mean, she must be a decent cook. If she spends all her time in the kitchen... Because essentially it's just a big Sunday dinner, isn't it? It is a big Sunday dinner. And, and you know, I mean, we we get ours... Um, we pre-order, you know, you go to the big supermarkets. And you mm. can pre-order, like, your Christmas box, if you will, and it's got your turkey yeah, yeah, and yeah. your roast and all that. Um, so it's got everything for you. And it, and it, obviously you're in there. It's got it's just got all the instructions. And most of it, I'll be honest with you, is all... You stick in the oven for Prepped. thirty minutes, put in the that yeah, for there, yeah. microwave that, or put you know. So you think, well, I, I just don't know. What is she is she making everything herself? Like is she making her own cranberry sauce and is she making I don't her own? No, like because then I go, yeah, you would probably be in the kitchen for six hours because essentially I think I would take because once you put the turkey on in the oven, that it's on. 
You know what I mean? So that's that. Yeah. Um, and then the rest probably takes a. It can only be about an hour and a half of your day. You know what I mean? Mm. And I think that's part of the day for me. I thought that's right. part of the Imagine, day. Imagine, so your Christmas day, if you think of it like this, right? Morning, generally presents. Yeah. Father Christmas has been presents. Brilliant. That's yeah. the actual morning boxed off. You know, you might get a late breakfast, sitting about, or even an early breakfast, you sit mm. about, you know, maybe there's a crimbo film on, maybe that's yeah. when people start coming around to your house at Watch lunchtime. The Prosecco, you start yeah. Early, yeah. So that's that. But then, then your Christmas dinner, for me, is your main bit of the day. If you yeah. take that out, what have you got left? Correct. Queen's Speech and then Parlour Games. Correct. You, you, you're missing out there. I you're missing out. Agree. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, you, you're taking a big chunk out of your day. Mm, I completely agree. I think I think you're right. I think it's it's yeah, it's definitely presents, and then um, and th- and then you then people look at them and either if you've got games, computer games for kids, you know they'll be off doing that. Yeah. Uh, adults might be trying the clothes on they maybe got or reading the books that they've got. You know, that's there's a time there where you and then yeah. For me, when that's, you know, I start, you know, pulling, start to look at the dinner and stuff. But like you said, it gears up to the dinner. I'll tell you something else that they've not thought about with this either. The other thing they've not thought about is I defy you to find a better nap situation than after your Christmas yeah, dinner. Right? You're, you're full, you're full of dinner or possibly even pudding or maybe you couldn't even get as far as pudding because you're absolutely stuffed. Mm. Maybe you still got your hat on. You then move back into the lounge or wherever you watch the telly. You put some on. You know, normally there's a decent sort of kids-friendly film on. Mm. Telly goes on. It's nice and cosy. The twinkly mm. lights come on because they're dead short days, aren't they? So by now it's getting dark and you're like, cheers, that's it. We all have a nap in our house. Mm. Got to. It's the law. <laughs> that's the, for me, that is the best nap of the <laughs> yeah, year. it is a great nap. I just, so if you don't have your Christmas dinner, well, when yeah, you're having your nap, you've yeah. diddled yourself to have a nap as I well. I, and, and also, you've, I mean, you know, normal human instincts, you've got to eat. So what are you eating on Christmas? You know, are you just... Are you yeah. having a? Are you getting one of those microwave meals because it's quick? You know, I I, I don't know because mm. you, you've got to eat. So, or are you actually cooking food, which essentially it's the same thing anyway? I don't. Yeah, yeah it's I don't weird, know. Weird, isn't it? It's a I don't know. I think I think uh, yeah, I think she's been a, a bit too. It's part of the day. It's part. It, yeah. That's the day. You've got a full day there because normally if you've got kids, you're up at like three in the morning because they're dead excited. So. <laughs> It's part, you know, that's yeah. part of the, the th- and then like you say, after Christmas dinner, you got maybe a few games, then you might watch a film at night, and then you, and then you're in bed with your Christmas hat on, still, you know, holding the still, glass of red wine yeah. from your Christmas dinner because you've been totally. doing everything. So like you say, I just think, uh, yeah, I, uh, no, not for me. It's it's you know, it, yeah, it's part of the day. You're right, it's part of the day. If you don't mm-hmm. have, we that, normally. What are you doing? On Christmas Eve, we normally have a hot pot. We normally, yeah. if, if it depends actually, if I'm doing panto, then we always have a hot pot. I buy, I buy one in, bang it in the oven, and then we'll all have like a bit of a hot pot meal, and then, you know, and off to bed Freddie goes. It's really mm. nice. If if I wasn't doing panto, then maybe I wouldn't do the hot pot. Maybe I'd do like a bit of a buffet. I don't know. But Christmas dinner, yeah. it's like, oh, no, thank you. No. No, no, no. no. No, no, I'm afraid to say. I'm glad we've, I'm glad we've settled. Uh, yeah, that, she's Jed. got that. I'm glad. Wrong. I feel like we've helped. We've 
she has gone that wrong. The Jed and Haley Show. So a big thank you as well to another one of our brilliant supporters. Uh, they are the Be Inspired magazine. This is a, a brand new magazine. It's an A4, it's free monthly lifestyle magazine. It's going to be available from all key supermarkets across Blackpool, Wire and Fire, which includes Morrison's, Tesco, Sainsbury's, Asda, and also going to be available from the Hounds Hill Shopping Centre and Fleetwood Market. And the thing is, Hayley, it's not too far away from the first um, edition being released, which is very exciting. And uh, your new Agony Ant column uh, will be featured in it, which we're all, to be fair, we are all waited uh, to be (laughs) wondering what kind of advice... You are um, <laughs> you're gonna be you're gonna be providing, but no, it's um, yeah, it's not too not too far. I remember when we first started this, I was like, I mean, that's miles away, but it's a couple of weeks, isn't it? I know <laughs> it's going it's going so fast. Uh, be inspired, aims to celebrate all things local, putting local businesses in the spotlight while sharing stories that matter to the sixty thousand potential readers. So, if you want to check it out. From the 1st of November, you'll be able to pick it up, as Jed said, in all those places, just like the Hounds Hill and key supermarkets across Blackpool, Warren Files. But they've also got a website, if you're a bit further away, at beinspiredmag.co.uk. Is it right or is it wrong? So, three news stories here on Is It Right, Is It Wrong? One of them is right, two are wrong, but Hayley has to find out which one it is. So, um... Did I? I won last week as well, didn't I? That's, that's yeah, a couple of weeks on trot now. Yeah, you had a really good run at, at uh, a few weeks ago, but uh, yeah. pouring it back. So here we go. Right. These are the um, these are the uh, the three stories. So first one, uh, this morning star Alison Hammond has had the offer of her life after being asked to guest appear on an episode of the WWE Wrestling. The former Big Brother star is apparently a huge fan of the show, met the creator uh, when they were in London earlier this year. He was that impressed with her knowledge and bubbly personality. Apparently he's offered her the chance to show the US market what she's got. Next story. Soccer pundit and crooner Chris Kamara uh, apparently he's going to be the new judge on Britain's Got Talent. The former footballer who's famous for his unbelievable Jeff catchphrase uh, apparently will bring a new audience to the show, says the uh, programme's big chiefs. And the third story, Mary Berry, you know, obviously Bake Off, she's going to be oh, yeah. saving, uh, talking of Christmas, she's going to be saving 2020 and Christmas. So apparently she's uh, been signed up to star in a new TV show on the BBC looking for terrible chefs who this year will wow their families by finally cooking up a super festive spread. So there you go. Yes. They sound good. Which one is true? The good thing about these three stories, Jed, is I like all of the people you've talked about. Mm. I do. I like all the people that you've talked about. They're like Alison Hammond, I'm a big fan of. Mm. There's not... As a presenter, when you watch other presenters... I'm always super impressed with Alison Hammond. Yeah, There's some TV presenters true. where I think how you just read the auto cue badly. Yeah. Alison Hammond is just brilliant. She makes it look so easy and she's super skilled. So I'm a big fan of hers. So WrestleMania, wrestling, WWE. Big fan. I don't. I don't know. She's never, never, I've never heard her talk about wrestling, but then why would she? So um, that's a maybe. That's a maybe. Chris Kamara. I like Chris Kamara. Yeah. I like him. And what's that other program he does on ITV? The, oh, um, Ninja thing. Ninja Warrior. Ninja Warrior. Yeah, he's Freddie good on that. loves Ninja Warrior. Yeah, great. 
Then he has a little go doing it on our sofa, which really gets on his dad's nerves. Yeah, Oh, dear. Yeah, so Chris Kamara, BGT judge. No, I don't. I, no, because then I think who they're getting rid of. And I well, think yeah. Ashley Banjo did a lovely job who else um, is as on a there? winner. You've got, uh, Alicia Manda and oh David Williams, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not a fan of either of the women on the panel. I'd mm. much prefer Britain's Got Talent if it had us and Alison Hammond on the panel. To yes, be fair. I agree. Yeah, um, that'd be good. Mystique, one time, yeah. one time. Yeah, not a massive fan of her. <laughs> one time, <laughs> one time, yeah. Mystique. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Uh, it's not my favourite. And Amanda Holden. Well, if, mm. I was always taught if you've got nothing nice to say, Jed, don't say it. <laughs> so that's Mary Amanda Berry. Holden. So Meza Beza. Um, right, I really want this to be true. This is interesting, because, isn't it? Because, like you say, we've just been yeah. talking about obviously dinners and stuff like that. So the basically this program. Um, it's terrible chefs. You know, people that can't cook are going to sign up to say, mm. listen, I really want to make a festive dinner. I never do it. And do she's going to pack I gonna never made a Christmas dinner. Really? I never made a Christmas dinner till I was, uh, till I had Freddie. Oh, wow. The first, that, uh, yeah, no, not yeah. the first year I had Freddie because I was I just tired, had a baby. Tired, yeah, but when Freddie was one, <laughs> I was. <sighs> <laughs> didn't know what day it was to be fair that year because he's a December baby I was a bit of a mess um, but the following year I did my first one so what would I have been late 30s yeah, yeah, yeah. I was late 30s yeah. before I cooked my own like wow. Christmas dinner for the family and then I do I just try and wriggle out of it whenever the opportunity presents well, itself I can see what I put pull it. off yeah. totally well, it is totally because it, like we were saying before it, it's part of the day that's it, it's a big big part of the day isn't it and you don't want to, you know, mm. if you get it wrong and, and say you're having plenty of people around and, it, and if you do get it wrong, it'll be like the, you know, the Only Fools and Horses sketch where, you know, he uses the coffee as the gravy, the gravy as the coffee. You know, you, you don't want to yeah. do that, you know, so I no, see, I see you what, don't. Yeah, so I, I'm torn between Mary and Alison. Right. But I think I'm with Mary Berry. Really? I'm going to go Mary Berry. Yeah, yeah. because I wanted to, I wanted to, sh- in, in, What's it impart her wisdom mm. about crimbo dinners? Can you imagine going to Mary Berry's for Christmas dinner? I mean, that I'd never leave, Jed. I'd never would, leave. No, that I'd would just sit on the sofa forever. The that that for me is is above bucket list because, like you say, Christmas dinner's probably my favourite meal because you can. It, it, there's an excuse <laughs> you can just stuff your face and people don't judge you. You know, it's like it's Christmas. It's Christmas Correct. Dinner. Um, you can have seconds, yeah. thirds, you can have ten trifles, Christmas pudding, cheese biscuits, wine, starters, and people don't think, all right, mate, calm down. They don't. They, yeah, crack on. Mm. And you can imagine They actively the encourage it. Did they you? actively encourage Imagine the spread there. Um, so where are you going for Mary Berry? Well, I'm going for Mary Berry. I, I can tell you, it is not Chris <gasps> Kamara. Chris Kamara. Oh, right. Yeah, Chris Kamara. Yeah, Cammy, I'm not, not I'm not, I wasn't feeling that bad. It is not Alison Hammond. So, yes. it is Mary Berry. Yes. Yeah, apparently she's signed up to, um, yeah, new BBC show. Uh, so, and apparently, by the way, uh, they're looking now. So, they are looking right now. So, if you're a bit of a terrible chef and you're not very good and you think, you know what, I do fancy having a go at Christmas dinner, but I don't want to ruin it for everyone, mm. then this could be your calling. They are looking, the BBC are looking for new contestants to sign up and be part of this programme 
to uh, wow their families on Christmas Day. I think, I think, like I say, I think this is a really good program to make. Um, and I think she'd be a yeah. brilliant teacher. And I think the families as well. It'd be one of them where the families will be able to sit down and go, "This is brilliant." So I think, I think it's a win-win all round. Mm. So well mm. done, the BBC, for that. I like that. Absolutely. I'm going to, uh, as, as we would have said back in the 80s, 90s, I'm going to be taping that. The Jed and Haley Show. So there you go. That was episode number 19 of The Jed and Haley Show. Uh, and thank you for all your comments and, and your feedback. In fact, I'm going to try and find some feedback we got last week. I think I, I sent it to you. One, didn't we? I yeah, we got a lovely one. It. A really nice one. Let me just try and find it. It is. Yeah, there we go. He was on Twitter. It's, it's from lovely David who says, Episode 9, you laughing about when Stephen Hendry put his balls on the table <laughs> is probably the funniest thing I've heard on a podcast. When you lull, we all lull with you. Brilliant show. Thank you. So thank yeah. you so much for that, David. It was a, it was a really lovely message. And it's nice when people discover the podcast but yeah Stephen Hendry in episode nine will st- still take some beating in my opinion <laughs> so yeah um please leave your messages any reviews uh like we say only five star ones only that's that, yeah, that's the rule don't of the bother otherwise no um so you can do that on apple i don't think you can do it on spotify i don't think that's been created yet but anyway you can find us all on there but um yeah on facebook uh, we are the jed and Haley show so please like and then of course our podcast just like subscribe share everything that you do is very welcome so yes and then on twitter as well we are at miss Haley k and at jed mills thanks for listening to the jed and Haley show supporting blackpool grand theater